welcome to Unlocking the Truth, a podcast where we discover God's truth for ourselves by studying His Word. Hey everyone out there in the world of the internet, Mark Sheldrake here with Derek Kamek. Good to have you, Derek. Good to be here. This is uh, a kickoff to the Covenant podcast mm-hmm. that we're going to be running over 11 weeks starting when? Two weeks from today. Two weeks starting from today. And uh, I thought we'd start out with, you know, because there's all this terminology Mm -hmm. with uh, whether uh, we have a podcast, a webcast, a simulcast, a this cast, a cast you put on your arm. But we should probably explain uh, the differences between what we're doing now and uh, with uh, the podcast that's going to be coming up. Uh, in two weeks. So why don't you tell uh, those who are watching what the podcast is? All right. So the podcast is just going to be um, sort of audio that you can uh, join us in listening as Mark and I discuss. We're going to work our way through the precept upon precept of covenant lesson by lesson. Uh, And so that's going to start in two weeks. Um, And so that is just uh, the audio of the two of us talking through uh, kind of what we learned as we went through the the, the covenant study, um, and so today what we're doing is just uh, we're kicking off that uh, that podcast series. Right. So just think about it this way: you have uh, a normal precept upon precept class, and uh, you have an orientation right. class. Right. Yeah. You get together with your your uh, students and you uh, teach them the workbook and you talk about some of the basics of the stuff that you're going to go through. This is like an orientation time. It's just an opportunity for us to come on video in which uh, they call a webcast where we come online and we uh, do a video uh, and you you watch us and we, we discuss things. The podcast is not that much different other than the very fact there's no video. Right. And the audio is released bi-weekly on Monday mornings. And so every other week, Monday morning, you can tune in and listen to the podcast. But one of the things that um, is really important, I think, is if we go through this podcast um, called Unlocking the Truth. And we have done a number of them. We've Mm -hmm. done James. We've done 1 John. We just came out of Christmas in our Christmas uh, podcast called Hope. And this one here is going to be focusing on uh, covenant. And so I don't know if you can see that on the screen or not, but covenant Mm -hmm. is uh, a precept upon precept book. And so uh, maybe you at home who are watching would want to join in in studying the study, Mm -hmm. you know, covenant precept upon precept. We have it in the English Standard Version or the New American Standard Version. We also have... And in the in and out version, which is uh, just a little bit less homework each week yeah. uh, compared to the precept upon precept. And so you'll be able to study that on your own, or you could start a group and study it with the group and then supplement your, te- your uh, learning mm-hmm. by listening to the podcast. Uh, bi-weekly and the great thing what I love about the podcast is that we can get it uh, you can get it on your cell phone yeah you can go right to presetministries.ca and listen uh, on the tab unlocking the truth you can get it through iTunes 
Yeah. And uh, SoundCloud. The thing's everywhere. The thing is yeah. everywhere on the internet. So uh, right now, we wanted to kind of just take you through some of the uh, introductory aspects of Covenant before we, we started to dig into the teaching. And, mm -hmm. I will, and Derek, I wanted to start with um, the very fact that uh, Covenant is really not something that is studied yeah. or talked about right. very often uh, in today's churches. Why? Why is that? Do you think? Well, I, I think it's uh, it's not easy to understand completely, um, and I think a lot of times we'll, we're going to focus on um, you know that that new covenant, the gospel, and, and we're going to stick to that, and we're going to learn about um, you know what we receive through the new covenant with God, through his son, Jesus Christ. Um, but I think the problem is, is when you're just focusing on the new, what you're not seeing is, um, you know, that this is how God has, has always been and has always worked. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think sometimes we don't think that covenant matters because we're not a society that works in covenant. Um, and so it's, it's just not something that we take time to study and to learn uh, and to understand. Right, and this is going to be a really hard time for us, you know, the next 20 minutes yeah. or so, because uh, we've, Derek and I, we, we studied Covenant. This is now my third time mm -hmm. uh, going through Covenant, but I wanted to start and say, you know, when I first came on staff with Precept almost uh, 11 years ago, um, everybody and their neighbor, yeah. you know, every time you went to training, anytime you... Uh, got together with precept students, they'd be like, hey, have you done Covenant? Yeah. And I'd be like, ah, oh, no, <laughs> I haven't. And and they would look at me like, what? Yeah. You haven't done Covenant? Why haven't you done Covenant? It is a life-changing story uh, in the scriptures, and you need to study Covenant. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought at first, I thought, you know, this is just um, some overzealous precept people right. telling me that, the study they're doing right now, because that's usually what happens with precept students. Yeah. What's your favorite study? It's the one I'm doing Whatever right now. I'm in, yeah. But uh, in this case, uh, actually, uh, Covenant has been a life-changing uh, study, not only for me, but for my wife, uh, Jessica. And uh, you've studied Covenant. Yeah. And so what was your thoughts as you went through it for the very first time? Yeah, and I think the same experience is that's the question that you're asked. Have you done Covenant yet? Have you done Covenant yet? And I haven't. And I was really excited to have the opportunity to do it. We, we did a study program on Covenant. And so I had to, had to study as I'm taking part in, in the study program and, and leading a few of the lessons. Um, but it, it is, I mean, we throw around the word life-changing a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think precept changes lives and that's what it does. But I think that this study in Covenant um, doesn't, doesn't just change the way that you um, that you think about things. It it changes every way that you think about things. So every study that you do after covenant is going to be understood differently than if you had studied it before covenant. Um, so if you've never done a precept study before, this would be a good one to start with. I know I want to go back and restudy some of the ones that I've already done in light of what I've learned. Uh, in covenant because it does when you really do understand um, the whole point of covenant in the scripture 
um, that you see it, you begin to see it everywhere, and it begins to bring this whole story of, of Scripture together. Uh, and so it's going to change um, every aspect of Bible study for you. This is the thing is I, I, I started to Google this week. You know, I, I remember having a, a pastoral mentor. He says he, he used to Google every Sunday. You know, mm -hmm. like uh, I Googled this week and found this right. um, sort of... Uh, illustration yeah. or whatever. I, and I remember when the internet first came out, like we weren't doing stuff like this on the internet because <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't have video. It would take 45 minutes to render a picture. Yeah. But uh, uh, so I Googled this week and I Googled covenant just to see what would come up, you mm -hmm. know, uh, what, what will it be? And there was an article that came from Crossway and uh, so I read it top 10, top 10 things on covenant, but I'm not going to go over all of them with you. Uh, but the first one, I absolutely unequivocally agreed with and the first point was that covenant is the backbone mm. of uh, the biblical narrative yeah. and so if covenant is the backbone of the biblical narrative it is vital for us to be able to study that because uh, covenant begins all the way back in Genesis and it continues to be revealed through the 66 books of the Bible until we come to the very end uh, in Revelation, and so as it as covenant flows through the scriptures, uh, and if it's one of those main topics all the way through the scriptures, it's really really uh, important that this is a doctrine that yeah. we come to understand because there is so much culturally going on that uh, the teaching that can come through the culture, which can be. Uh, anti-covenant yeah. and so things that go against the covenant and one of those uh, things can be that um, the Jews uh, the current you know the Jewish uh, state uh, has no place right. anymore now that uh, the Gentiles uh, or the time of the Gentiles has come there is no promise for the Jews anymore mm -hmm. and that just is, uh, you know, they, they call that replacement theology. But the reality is that when we study covenant, and as you study covenant with us, you're going to see that whole theory fall apart. Mm -hmm. And so we have to look at what's happening around us culturally to see why uh, covenant is so vital. And did you want to maybe speak to the cultural aspects. Yeah, and I, and I yeah, I think what's really important is that um, we always go back to the Word, and that's you're going to hear that from us a lot. We're always going to go back to what the Word says, right? Some people may think, well, I think this, and I think that, or I believe this, but if we're always going to go back to the Scripture, uh, God's Word is the Word that, that is authoritative, not mine, not Mark's. Um, it's going to be the Word of God. And so that's why we're always going to go back to the Word when we're studying. Um, and this study is constantly, let's look at this example of covenant. Let's look at this example of covenant. Always going back to the Word to understand sort of um, there are some overarching themes and components uh, that is the same among all covenants. And then also looking at specific covenants um, within the text. But I don't think we live in a culture of covenant. Uh, we live in a culture that um, is all about freedom. It's all about what I can get away with. It's all about what I'm allowed to do. Um, and what covenant does is it puts us in a place of, uh, of agreement and of obligation uh, and of something that's binding um, that actually um, 
isn't as uh, constricting as some people may think it is. Um, and when we when we get closer to the end of the study, you'll, uh, we're it, we're going to see that that it really isn't. The hardest thing for us to do right now is to not give it away. It's so hard because every single week there was something else that that just sort of falls into place, or or it it just brings into in a much clearer focus a truth about God that they may have already known, um, but again is just solidified by uh, the understanding of, uh, of God's character and covenant. Yeah, and so you actually said a word that comes out of the lesson, so I'll point it out, maybe I'll call you out, no, <laughs> but I'll point it out and say that the one word that you used was binding, mm-hmm. and so when you think of covenant being binding, I think one example that we can give and not give away too much yeah. of the study, and we can have the cultural aspect of that, is we can point to marriage and we can say, look at the world around us. So culturally speaking, what's the uh, level of respect to the binding agreement or binding covenant of marriage? It's not great. No, it's not because when, you know, we're in a world and doesn't matter, you know, we know we will see where covenant works and how it works with um, um, individuals. But when we see that husband and wife, they come together in a binding agreement or a covenant or a promise that they're going to be uh, faithful to each other they're, mm-hmm. you know in sickness and in health and all of that stuff and then we just see marriages just falling apart yeah. left and right yeah and so uh, we want to look at the seriousness of that and I and I remember as a pastor uh, that was one of the things that was a great concern to me was uh, what is my role as a pastor in the in the marriage ceremony mm-hmm. but but even think about this for a moment what is my role when when we all stand together in support of the right. of the couple in attending the wedding and then it falls apart what what's that role you know yeah. all of that in the covenant and and what, who do i answer to mm-hmm. for when that covenant is broken and do i or right. all of those things so uh one of those great cultural examples is uh look at marriage yeah. Uh, in our world today and it is not uh, weighted Mm -hmm. uh, where it needs to be uh, it's it's not taken as as seriously as certainly as as seriously as it's laid out in in scripture for us Um, and it's it's easily entered um, but it's also very easily exited Uh, and the point of covenant is that you you don't exit it it's 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 everlasting Um, and so we can see that certainly in our culture that we're not a culture that respects uh, something like like a covenant of marriage. Yeah, and one of the other examples I thought we could we could talk about because it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's new teaching yeah. within there. But uh, I want to go back because we're both pastors. Yeah. Okay. So we we both served as uh, pastors before coming to precept, and uh, once a month, every month mm-hmm. uh, for the entire year, uh, I would put out. Um, uh, the sacraments, so to speak. Right. I'd put out the bread, I'd put out the wine. Yeah. And then, um, you know, because I uh, grew up uh, in a Baptist church as a Baptist pastor, and you were yeah. in a Baptist yeah, church as well. Right. And so uh, when I was in Baptist church, we used to have it with such great ceremony, the communion yes. meal, you know, like the deacons would walk to the back. And then, like, there was such protocol for me right. as a pastor that uh, when when the deacons came to the front, the pastor would stand in the chair, mm-hmm. you know, stand up, and then uh, then the deacons would sit, and then the pastor would sit, and then 
pastor would get up and then, you know, yeah. sir, and you'd be doing this whole uh, ceremony of the communion mm-hmm. uh, meal, but the pastor would begin to read from Corinthians yeah. and he would talk about the bread and the cup. And then he would say, this cup is the new covenant yeah. in my blood. And the first time that I started to really study um, in this scripture, I will admit here in front of everybody who's watching. Just between you and me. Just between <laughs> us. Yeah. Is that whole system mm-hmm. of monthly focus on the Lord's Supper yeah. and, and going through the protocol made it mundane. Absolutely. And it wasn't until I put this in, you know, mm-hmm. and, and studied it over the 11 weeks that that whole ceremony yeah. lost, you know, it came back alive. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Yeah, it, it was an interesting portion of the study when we get there because it's the same thing. Because it's something we always do. It's just something we always do. And yeah, we understand the symbolism of, of the bread and the wine, but... Uh, when you insert into this uh, this ceremony um, covenant the way that the way that it always should be, um, when you look at the the context of um, of Paul talking in First Corinthians about what's going on in the church and they're carrying on in these ways, but they're still taking part in in this uh, in this covenant ritual um, that they're um, you know that they're they're undermining. Uh, the seriousness of uh, the covenant that they are in, that they are in with God, and uh, and so it's so important when He says that you know if if we don't, if our heart's not in the right place, that we eat and drink judgment on ourselves. I mean, I've read that as a pastor. I've heard pastors read that, and then I've also seen people who aren't who aren't right with God come and take mm-hmm. communion. I've I've served communion to people who aren't who aren't right with God, and that's probably something that um, you know that's on me. Um, there may be times that I've even taken it when when I wasn't uh, right with God. Maybe there was something, some conflict going on with the church that was that was unaddressed and wasn't dealt with, and and because it was just well, this is just what we do, then we just carried on and did it. There there was one time as a pastor that um, the church was in a time of conflict, and I said uh, the next week was communion, and I said we're not doing communion next week until we until we deal with the issues that need to be dealt with. Mm. Um, we can't come before God's table in covenant and and not be in in right position with Him, uh, and so it, it adds again. We talked about the weight that covenant adds to marriage. It adds weight again to this this tradition and this ceremony of of communion and the Lord's Supper, and it, it again it changes every aspect now of every time I come to the Lord's table, every time I'm served or serving. Um, it adds a different. Uh, dynamic to this this tradition uh, and it doesn't add it because it's something new it, it, it adds it because now I understand uh, mm-hmm. what it actually is yeah and I think that's what we're gonna get out of the 11 weeks mm-hmm. and first and foremost is the seriousness of covenant yeah. and the weight that it does carry for the life of the believer mm-hmm. the second thing I think that we're gonna get out of this is we are going to see God's Word come alive yeah. I mean this is uh, a topical study yeah so we're gonna be all over the scriptures we're not just gonna be 
um, in one book like mm -hmm. we have in our other series. And so we're going to see how it all closely knits together. And you and I were talking yesterday in preparation for this uh, of the idea of a puzzle. Yeah. And so we could have this um, plan that just like inductive Bible study, it is a puzzle we're mm -hmm. putting together. Yeah. Um, inductive study, you know, or any put a puzzle you put together, you start with the outsides and then you work your way in, and mm -hmm. and that's what we're going to be doing uh, as we uh, study covenant. We're going to be uh, putting this puzzle of covenant together. Yeah, and it's it's a it's an exciting puzzle in that when you look at the pieces, they don't look like they should fit together. It um, doesn't look like. Uh, the, you don't get to see the picture beforehand. And so as you're putting these pieces together, uh, again, you're, you're going to get a, you're going to put together the puzzle of covenant, but you're also going to uh, see that there was a big part of the puzzle missing in your understanding of, of God and his character and the scriptures as a whole. So if you've studied a number of, of our studies with us, or if you studied the Bible from front to back, but you don't have an understanding of covenant, you may think you have a complete picture of the, of the scriptural story. But when you're studying covenant, you're going to find that you've actually missed a huge chunk of this puzzle. And this is going to um, finish or complete that puzzle. It's going to give you a part of, of the puzzle that you didn't even realize that you are missing. Uh, and it's, again, it, it is completely going to change the way that you read and study the word. Listen, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this has been my third time, like I said, going through it. I cannot wait. And what's really cool is our staff right now, we're studying the book of Hebrews. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, just looking at Hebrews after studying covenant, you're like, oh my goodness, yeah, thank, <laughs> praise the Lord, I have foundation in covenant. Yeah. But the, um, the most important thing I want to reiterate before we close off, uh, first, if you have children, or grandchildren, mm -hmm. and they, you would want them to join in the study of covenant. Well, we have a children's study yeah. on covenant as well, and so you could get that. So we should um, kind of hopefully, hopefully we have told you why, mm -hmm. but I'm going to give Derek an opportunity now to tell you why you should join us in studying covenant. Yeah, and I think that's it's that's the question. Why do we have to? Why should we study covenant? Uh, and we should study covenant one because it's in the word. Um, but two, you're not going to understand why you should study covenant un until you do, um, and then afterwards you're going to you're going to be really thankful that that you did. Um, the reason we should study covenant is because that is that's how God works from the beginning, um, and we're going to get to follow that thread through the entirety of Scripture. Um, it's going to bring that whole story together from Genesis to Revelation. Uh, it's also going to it's going to bring us into uh, the scriptural, the, the biblical narrative, uh, in a way that uh, you probably haven't seen before if you haven't done this study. Um, so, why study covenant? Uh, because that's how God tells His story is through the covenant relationship. Yeah, and so now I want you to think about this, and and we might have some people out there who are thinking to themselves, oh man, the timing of this is not great because I'm already studying a precept upon precept yeah. book and how do, I, how do I do two? You know, and I'm going to lay it out like this very simply. One is uh, 
we are actually working through covenant over 22 weeks. Mm -hmm. And so because it's 22 weeks, we release a new podcast, a new audio every two weeks. So that means that you as a student, you can take two weeks to study one lesson. Right. So it's not really if you wanted five hours of homework, you mm -hmm. can do it and spread it out over a lot longer amount of time. Yeah. The other thing is that maybe if you're not in a group right now and uh, you are hoping that uh, you could get into a Bible study, well, this is a way for you to be able to study this uh, material on your own at home. Mm -hmm. But, you know, studying on your own at home is great. But I still believe the greatest benefit is studying with others. Absolutely. And that if you have a group that you could study with, that you would be able to uh, sit around the table, even have discussions like Derek and I are having discussions right now, and talk about what you're learning. And then use the podcast to, to really actually uh, bring out more mm -hmm. uh, from what's being learned. And so uh, find somebody that uh, would be close to you or in your area that you could study this with. And, mm -hmm. and so what you wanna do is you wanna do a couple things. First, you wanna uh, leave this webcast and you wanna head over to our website, preceptministries.ca, and you wanna order either uh, the Covenant uh, Palm Precept or the Covenant in and out Both are 11 weeks long, but uh, you can order those from us and we will ship them out to you and they'll come to your house and then you can get started right away. Mm -hmm. And then in two weeks, the first audio uh, will be released. If you are interested in starting a class, the first thing you need to do is you need to pray. You need to ask God to send you some students. Or maybe you know one other person that you could have come to your house and, and, and do that. Teach them how to use the homework. If you need help in figuring out how to do the precept upon precept study, we not only have videos on our website of how to do a precept study, but we have professionals right here in our building, uh, in our beautiful new building, mm -hmm. that are ready to support you and uh, help you get started. You can even call us at uh, our 800 number, which is on our website, and you can uh, walk through the process of, of getting this book into your hands. So that really is the next steps. It is, one, you need this book. You've yeah. got to study um, and um, uh, work through the material. If you need help from us, give us a call, and we'll be more than happy to help you through that. And then uh, find others to do it with, because your learning will be enhanced as the light bulbs come on in your life, uh, and you get to share them with others. Yeah. Because if you're on your own and then listening to podcasts, yes, I know uh, that is what some people end up having to do. But uh, it's a great benefit when you can get with others. So that's my challenge to you as we wrap up is why don't you join us? Study Covenant. It will blow your mind. You'll be so excited. Why? Because this is the best study ever. <laughs> and we want you to study it with us uh, starting in two weeks. But uh, get your book today and uh, make sure it's in your hands so you don't fall too far behind with the Unlocking the Truth podcast. Thanks for tuning in, Derek. Thanks for being with me. And uh, we will uh, speak to you again via podcast uh, in two weeks. Bye now. For more information on Precept Ministries Canada, visit us online at www.preceptministries.ca 
or call us at 877-234-2030.